What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You don't know what that ought is, Mr. Trash. I'd show you, but I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! We've said it once before, we'll say it again. When we'll always say it, the truth shall set you free. This is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn. The Mad Ramblings of Gen Xer. Oh, it's been a long holiday season. My voice is a little shot. But you know what? We had to come online. We had to do a podcast because of the fact that just so many things happened this weekend. and so many just Just so many things that were just so crazy and... You, you, you have to you have to look at the world and this was a this was a week of thanks this was this was not a week this was a couple of days of thanks you have thanksgiving and it, and it wasn't about you know and i know a lot of people get involved about the pilgrims and the indians but to me it's always just about being thankful and even if you're having a good year even if you're having a bad year there's always something to be thankful about i'm thankful that joe biden's gonna be gone hopefully in two years that's my thanks because he has had he has had so much utter stupidity recently and his true colors always come through more and more and i want to talk about the the convenient truth or or the convenient gun control issues that joe biden likes to go after he likes to go after red flag laws he he likes to have to go to ghost gun purchases it's a ghost gun we're not even going to get into the idiocy of that but now his his attack on the firearm industry is always been directed at at Assault rifles. That's just always this thing. We're we're gonna get out. We're gonna get rid of uh, uh, semi-automatic weapons. Assault rifles. But we're gonna get the weapons portion. But we're gonna get rid of assault rifles. That's what we're gonna do. There's no redeeming necessary value or need for an assault rifle. There's no need for a reason for anyone in America outside the uh, police to carry a gun. I'm a big believer in the Second Amendment. I, I am a concealed weapon holder. I have a conceal. I've had a concealed weapons permit for years. But you know what? There, there, it, there is a reason why we have the Second Amendment. And, you know, if you want to talk about having legislation against assault rifles, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. You, maybe you want to have a little bit more restrictions. Maybe, maybe you want to have limit to the capacity of the magazine. I, I, you know, I can understand some of those things. I can't. Maybe you need to have, well, we're going to get into mental health issues in a minute, but maybe you just need to have more regulatory issues. Taxing gun owners, though, is not the way to go. Turning around, and like I said, there's millions of legal gun owners in this country who never fired their weapon. There, there, there is just this, there's when one bad things happen, it, it, we never look at the details and we never get into what caused the issue to happen. We just look at the after effect. You look at the nightclub shooting that just happened. And you know, it, it it didn't get brushed under the rug, but the left kind of left it. You know, they went after everyone because they saw the picture of the guy that did it. You know, he, he's he's an overweight white guy. That that's the stereotype. The overweight white guy loner who we have to go after and save America from. And then it turned out he's non-binary. 
And then once that came out, we kind of got away from that. We kind of got away from, you know, what happened in the club. We kind of got away from gun control issues, kind of got away from the shooting because he turned out to be non-binary. He didn't fit the mold of the of the white oppressive attacker. And I always love it, though, because if you watched liberal media outlets, and, and I'm not trying to be racist here, but if you watch liberal media outlets, if, some, if there is a mass shooting, if there was a shooting in general, and it's a certain demographic, they always lead with the white man. <laughs> and, you know what? An Arkansas white man shot this person. If it is a person of color, if it, if it is an LBGQ4796-4212 LMNOP person, they never lead off with that. They always lead the suspect. If you're white, you're automatically guilty. And if, if, if you're a person of color, you're, you're automatically the suspect. But they never, it, it's like the Walmart shooting. The, the, the manager in Walmart who, who went berserk, bought the handgun that day. And had a manifesto, had a list, evidently. Everyone in the store knew he was crazy. The red flag laws didn't, didn't get him. But you would not have known he was African-American unless you went and looked at his picture. Because the news and the media outlets always called him the suspected shooter. And these are going to be the rallying cries, though. These, these types of uh, things that we're not looking at the mental health issues that the, these gentlemen know. We're going to look at the cause and the effect of them owning a firearm. And the Biden administration cleverly, and I don't think it's clever because I, I think they've, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to give them that much credit to say it was clever. I think they stepped into it. Their thing is now they just want to ban, they, they want to ban AR-15s and they call it though, the purchase of semi-automatic weapons. The idea, the idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. Here's the problem with that thought, Joe. Because I know we don't want to do research. I know we don't want to go out and look at things. We just want to have a rallying cry. We have to get rid of this. It's just sick. It has no redeeming value. Not a single one. Here's the problem, though. AR-15s are not, are, yes, are semi-automatic weapons. But most handguns purchased in the United States are semi-automatic weapons. The Glock 19, which is one of the the most purchased handgun in the United States, is a semi-automatic weapon. That's a large swath of gun sales. It really is. The only the only gun that's not a semi-automatic weapon is 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 like a revolver. It is a it is basically a weapon that you have to cock back the firing mechanism every time you fire it. That would be that would be the only gun that we would be that Americans excuse me Americans would only be allowed to own. That's it. Well, except maybe a musket. But it would basically make an overwhelming numbers rifles, pistols, and shotguns all illegal. That's that's basically all guns on the chopping block right now, except for a revolver. How is that? How is that gun control? How is that gun control? And I love it, though, because Biden, when he speaks, and he has spoken many times about gun control, when he says these things, the sales of guns usually go up exponentially. The last time he spoke about this, gun sales went up 50% in this country. That's crazy. 
He doesn't want to confiscate your weapons. He doesn't want to. He just wants to make them all illegal. None what's you can have you can have nothing. So clearly they are not just going after the AR-15. Clearly they are going after all all types of firearms. And they're using the swath of the AR-15 as their their juxtaposition to turn around and get all weapons from civilians. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not. I am not. I am not a conspiracy theorist. I, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not one of these people that believes the government is injecting us with COVID vaccines so they can track us. I, I'm. I'm not one of those people. But it's one of those things now that if you look at this from afar, you notice that they're 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 always calling these things. They're they're always they're always they're always making these statements, but they're always broad statements. They first start out by saying we're going to get rid of the AR-15, we're going to get rid of the assault rifles. We could do a whole podcast on why the left is wrong in reference to calling the AR-15 a weapon of war. There are so many differences between a weapon that a civilian can purchase than a weapon that they use in the armed forces. We're not, we, could, we, could do, we could do a four-hour podcast on that. And I think it's funny, though, that if you go back over the years, if you go back to 1984, excuse me, 1994, you can understand why now there's, a, there's this spike in gun ownership. Gun ownership has gone up leaps and bounds. And the main reason for having a firearm, firearm was protection. And 19, excuse me, 1994, it was 46% of people asked they said they, they were purchasing firearm protection. 2015, it was 64%. There was a 73% spike in 2019. In 2021, it was 83%. These are people saying the main reason for purchasing a firearm is protection. Now, concealed weapon permits have gone up and increased in, in huge amounts since 2020. So are we feeling more safe? Are we feeling less safe? Because it's it's one of these things that you have all these, you literally have all these guns. You really do. And if you take a look at the proportion of guns that are on the streets right now, legal guns, and the amount of crimes or, or, or violent crimes or mass shootings. Now, everyone needs to understand the fact that when they use the term mass shooting on the left, a mass shooting could be two people. Two people is to me, two people is too many. I agree, 100%. But that is also deemed as a mass shooting. If there's two people. So let's let's put that in perspective, too, because they would like to use, you know, the tragedy at the nightclub and say that, you know, that's a mass shooting and then try to incorporate, you know, um, another shooting down the street that may have been a domestic violence shooting. And there was two people involved. That's considering a mass shooting as well. They use the statistics. They use the the information that they have. So they can make their own case. But a lot of times when they're doing this, they're not, they're not really telling the truth. They're not. And, and that's what, and that's what just makes me, it, it just makes me cringe a little bit. It really does. And it's one of these things that people don't understand or they don't want to understand. And I love it because they did a survey uh, what was it? The Pew Research uh, Research Center, 
It says four in 10 American adults say they live in a household with a gun, including 30% said who they personally own one. So that's four in 10 households in this country own a gun. Another, the other one is personal protection tops the list of reasons why fire, why gunners say they purchase firearms, which we talked about that. Around half of Americans, 48%, see gun violence as a very big problem in the country today. It is. I believe, I believe that, that gun violence in regards to guns in the hands and criminals, yes, there is a problem. I believe that illegal gun purchases on the streets are a problem. I believe mental health issues are a problem. And then they say that attitudes about gun violence differ widely by race, ethnicity, party, and community types. Of course. About 8 in 10 black adults say gun violence is a very big problem. Because that's what that's what's in that community. I love it though when they talk about defunding the police. That that always makes me laugh. Because you see, they go into uh, reporters go into like uh, not not liberal reporters, but some reporters will go into you know cities. They will they will go into the inner cities and they will speak to the people that live there, and they will tell you straight up they don't want less cops. They want more cops because they understand that if they have more cops on the street then they will have the ability to be feel and be safer. And they also say that roughly half of Americans, 53%, favor stricter gun laws and declined since 2019. So that's gone down. That's gone down since 19. I'm not saying you need stricter gun laws. I, I'm, I'm saying you should just enforce the laws that are currently on the books. I think you need to look at mental health issues. And I think because that is that is one of the biggest problems. You know, you could love Trump, you can hate Trump, but one of the things that he said during the COVID lockdown, and this is something that's always stuck with me. He basically he basically came out and people scoffed at him that mental health issues were probably going to be on the rise because of the lockdowns, because of what they did, because what they did to us as a, excuse me as a society. And that's a hundred percent true. Now they want to now they want to talk about the the COVID lockdown problems, you know, duh, duh, duh. but they don't they didn't want to talk about it back then because, of course, they weren't in power. Another another one of the statistics they had, Americans are divided on whether restricting legal gun ownership would lead to fewer mass shootings. There is so many times that you look at these mass shootings. And there's so many times you look at it and say, okay, if this law would have been enforced or, 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 or it basically is one of those things that if the laws on the books were currently enforced, that some of them may not have happened. But the laws that the left is offering in reference to curtailing gun violence, many of them admit would never stop some of these mass shootings or majority of these mass shootings. It, it's just it's just crazy. And then they said that there's a broad partisan agreement on some gun control policies, but they are politically divisive. The biggest one right now, and I find it interesting that um, which I don't understand. I mean, but the one that everyone seems to agree on is preventing people with mental health issues from purchasing guns. Well, that should be a law. Oh, wait, that already is a law. That already is a law. Another one that they agree on is making private gun sales and sales of gun shows subject to background checks. They already are subject to background checks. I have been to multitudes of gun shows and I have never seen anyone just go in there and you probably can, but they still require a background check. And you have to either, and, and if you don't purchase the gun there, it has to be sent to a licensed gun owner. I mean, excuse me, a licensed gun store who can perform the background check. I, I I mean it it just 
I don't know. I don't know. And I love it because another one is gun ownership is closely linked with views on gun policies. This is true even among gun owners and non-gun owners with the same parties. Well, that's, that, makes, that makes sense as well. Americans in rural areas typically favor more expansive gun access, while Americans in urban places perform more restrictive. You know what's funny? The most violent places in this, in this country, the most violent cities are all Democratic-run cities that have – Strict, the strictest, if not, you know, that have the strictest gun control policies, but they're still these large swath of violent crimes. But they, they have restricted guns ownership from an average citizen, but they allow the criminals to have them. Because I always love it. It's one of those things that's like, you know what, we're, we're, we are going to sit here and we are going to stop gun ownership. We, we are going to limit it. We're going to do this. But you know what? I don't think the criminals are paying attention. I don't think the criminals, shockingly, are following the rules. Do you think they're following the rules? No, they're not. If you want to have stricter gun laws, make them laws that make sense. Make them have make them make them have something that worked. That work that 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 would prevent these types of shootings from happening. Figure out ways to to diagnose people with mental health issues. And, you know, I'm not into gun confiscation, but if someone is 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 a danger, I do believe their firearm should be confiscated. But it just doesn't. It just does. It just doesn't make sense to me. I laugh because the left has totally gone crazy with Elon Musk purchasing Twitter. I mean, they've they've gone they've gone the route of insanity. <laughs> they really have because they don't know what to do. There was there was pundits on the left that were speaking about having the app stores no longer carry Twitter because now it's now it's a place where disinformation is going to be provided. Like they had been providing disinformation in reference to censoring certain stories, such as the Hunter laptop. Prior to the 2020 election, but you know, I'm not going to talk about that. So they were talking about, you know, we we need we need to censor Musk. You know, we we need to do this, and I love it because someone on Twitter was basically like, "Well, if they do that, Mr. Musk is probably just going to make his own phone. If you if you if you pull him from the app stores, he probably will just make his own phone." And I thought to myself, "This is a guy that built a self-driving car." This is a guy that that built a rocket. How hard is it to build a cell phone? And and if he's building a cell phone, you know what? I want one. Mr. Musk, if you are out there and you're available and you're listening and you're telling me that you're building a cell phone, put me down as a pre-order. Because it's probably going to be the greatest cell phone in the history of cell phones. Because it has to be. It, it just has to be because of the fact that, like I said, this guy built a cell. This guy is George Jetson. Meet George Jetson. Elon Musk. He built a car that drives itself. He built a rocket. He's going to Mars. You don't think he could build a cell phone and destroy Apple and Samsung and Android? You don't think he could do that? I think he can. And shoot, if he built a cell phone, I'm buying one. I don't care about Twitter. I think Twitter's a cesspool either way. But I'm just going to sit there and tell you this. If he is building the cell phone, sign me up for the Musk cell phone. Elon, if you're listening to the podcast, I would like to have a cell phone. He also teased recently about releasing details of Twitter's censoring of the excuse me, the Hunter Biden laptop story. And he says it's necessary to restore public trust. 
in some ways he's not wrong. You know, because of the fact that if you can't understand the fact that the left and the left agents, we'll call them, went and censored this story and and put a kibosh on this story, you, you're you're not you're you truly are a liberal idiot. And I don't like using that term because I have a lot of friends that are liberals, but I don't think they're idiots. But if you do not feel that this this the squashing of the story had helped Mr. Biden into the office. It's it's true. It did. Because you if you went and you know what's funny, after the election, after it came out that the story was true, that you had a lot of independents ask the question, would you have voted for Joe Biden if you knew this information? And they were like, no. And Trump probably would have won like by four million votes. It's necessary to restore public trust. And I think that's right. I think that is a commitment that he should make. I think that is a commitment because you had Mark Wahlberg. I'm like Wahlberg. I was watching a movie with Mark Wahlberg the other day. You had Mark Zuckerberg, Meta CEO. I don't like that. I don't like this Meta term. This this metaverse. We're in we're in the metaverse right now. This is very all very feng shui. We're in the metaverse. Um, he talked about suppressing the story during the election, and that was the interview with during with Joe Rogan during the uh, Joe Rogan experience when he when the FBI pro, uh, approached him directly. Warning that the platform that the Russian propaganda, Russian propaganda, there we go, ahead of the Hunter bombshell story, that and and then they they basic the platform basically said Facebook is they manipulated the algorithms to suppress the story, and then he comes on the show and admits it. That's when you know you have total control. That's when you know or you think you're above everyone, that you do these things, but then you go back out and you just admit to everything that you have done. You admit to it. You say, yeah, we did it. I cried two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. Some people would say that's being above the law. I don't care that I did it. I did it, and I'm going to admit to doing it. Uh-uh. it. It just... Yeah, Facebook's getting what they deserve. I mean, Facebook was a dying platform anyways. I mean, who has Facebook? I mean, if I, I'm going on MySpace before that I'm before I'm even going on my Facebook page. Is MySpace still around? I'm not I'm I'm not even sure that MySpace is still around, but that's that's what I want to go on. It's just crazy. I mean, it's just it's there's out of touch things that are going on in this country. There's there there we we have gone we we talk about disinformation with Trump, and it turns out that if you if you actually take a look at it from a step back and an independent perspective, you could see that the misinformation and the misdirection of this country has all been led by one side by one party. I'm not saying, but I'm not saying that both parties are innocent. But if you take a look at it, it's all led by one group to provide this information or this misinformation. We had Thanksgiving a couple days ago. You know what? And, and I laugh because I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep harping on crazy Joe. <laughs> they used to call me Batman. Now you can call me crazy Joe. <sighs> or you used to call me crazy Joe. Now you can call me Batman. It was, a re- it was a reversal of the line from a uh, stand by me from Morgan Friedman. But Biden was claiming victory a lot of times over the last couple of days about all the great things that he said that he's done. They had the President Biden top accomplishments when chatting with your uncle at Thanksgiving. This place is just so crazy. I mean, this place is really crazy. The list of his accomplishments include 10 million jobs created, no taxes on people making above $40,000, promise kept. Gas prices are down 1.35, $1.35 per gallon since June, and inflation is moderating. Inflation is moderating. 
So we're forgetting the fact that gas is still over a dollar thirty, dollar forty before you even took off. We're, we're we're gonna we're just going to we're just gonna skip that. We're also gonna talk about the fact that you created ten million jobs through the American Rescue Plan, and has been fact checked numerous times. Basically saying that no, that's not true. You you lose all you lost all these jobs because of the pandemic. You don't get credited for recreating them when they come back. <laughs> yeah, you don't get you don't get credit for that. But that's that's all right. There are no stupid questions, only stupid people. And then we want to sit there and you want to talk about inflation moderating. It's still at a forty year high, but that's okay. That's okay, Joe. We get it. <laughs> We get it. You're awesome. You're awesome. Everything's awesome. Everything is awesome. And I just love it because you look at the polls and 78% of Americans say the country's going in the wrong direction. Another 70-something percent are saying they are worse off than they were two years ago. But you know what? Everything's fine. You got the holiday season coming up. You got Black Friday. You got Cyber Monday. We're going to do, do a recap probably on Tuesday about Cyber Monday. We're also going to have a new uh, podcast episode uh, every Tuesday, I believe it's called. It's going to be The Conspiracy Files. Da, da, da. Uh, no, it's not really going to be Conspiracy Files. We're just going to talk about some weird things in the world. We, you know, we may talk about the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, just stuff like that. Just having a little bit of fun like that. Getting away from all this politics stuff. But you know what? Because right now it is the political season. And again, we've said it once before. We've said it again. The truth shall set you free. This is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn. The Mad Ramblings of Gen Xer. Hope you have yourself a wonderful week, and we'll see you soon. And I'm out of here.